0: Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 36, and I'll be discussing two topics. One, Man of Steel 2, what we know so far. And of course, our second topic is going to be why that Thor Ragnarok character shows up uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in credits. So, we'll start with topic number one, which is Man of Steel 2, what we know so far. So, uh, it's uh, it hasn't been looking too good for Man of Steel 2 lately. Um, like, complete radio silence from Warner Brothers, despite the fact that it was Man of Steel that kicked off the entire DC Extended Universe. or, or DC. EU for shorts uh, in the first place tends to do that, but um, with a lackluster response to the uh, DCEU uh, you know, from fans and, credit, and critics alike. The film, um, the films are still making huge money, even if it isn't Marvel money. So far, the highest-grossing of the three films, or sorry, of the three DC films, has been Batman vs. Superman: Dawn of Justice, with a worldwide take of 873 million. While Suicide Squad and Man of Steel trailed behind at 720 million and 668 million, uh, respectively. Given the crazy amount of money Warner Brothers is spending on the films, Batman vs Superman cost upwards of 250 million before making, sorry, before any marketing was taken into account. Uh, it puts Man of Steel 2 on a chopping block. After all, the top uh, four highest-grossing Marvel films have earned over 1 billion. So that's the money Warner Brothers is craving, which I think, they, which I do think they will pull off. Um, so, but fans of Superman's, but for fans of Superman, there is finally word from Warner Brothers that a sequel to Man of Steel is coming. But then again, I thought Batman versus Superman was the sequel to Man of Steel, but. Whatever. Um, Of course, aside from that that there's not much else, um, it's also easy to forget at this point that Man of Steel is actually the most positively reviewed film in the DCEU so far, with 55% of critics giving it a positive review compared to 27 and 26 for... Uh, of course, percent for um, Bat Member, Superman, and Suicide Squad, respectively. So maybe Warner Brothers figured it couldn't get any worse. So um, here's what we know so far: one, the film recently went into uh, active development. So. That uh, Man of Steel 2 only just went into, of course, well, yeah, active development, of course. Uh, probably means there isn't a whole lot of work on the sequel done, done uh, being done on the side. So um, that makes sense given that the DCEU's um, breakneck schedule of superhero properties and the pressure... Uh, to make uh, the justice league uh work of course so um but it never made much sense why Warner Brothers was releg- uh, relegating Superman uh to the ba- um to the back of the herd given his popularity and importance in the DC uh canon so if anything um It kind of proves that, of course, it kind of proves what many onlookers have said uh, for a while now. So, Um, yeah, but yeah, Warner Brothers is still trying to figure out exactly what um, they're doing to the success of Marvel. You know, isn't help uh, isn't helping them make great decisions. Um, this film, however, hopefully becomes one of the good decisions. So, but uh, two is a release in 2019 looks most likely. So, while no concrete release date has been announced yet for Man of Steel two. Uh, D.C. has two unacclaimed slots that, uh, or, sorry, on their release calendar, October 25th, 2018, and November 1st, 2019. As many have pointed out, uh, neither of those dates make much sense for Man of Steel 2, considering they're not summer releases. So... And fall releases are generally reserved for Oscar contenders or Star Wars. So, uh, the important thing to look at this year, uh, of course, 2018-2019 of those two years, 2019 looks most likely given that a 2018 release would mean the film would have uh, to go into production. um Pretty much now. So. Uh. Even 2019. Could be pushing it. But Warner, well, but if Warner Brothers. Is just now moving into. Active development. It seems to make sense. For the timeline. So. Uh. Three. Warner Brothers has heard. The complaints about Superman. And wants to fix them. Uh. So, who knows if this would really um, give us results? So, but at least Warner Brothers is aware of the complaints about Superman and is inter- interested in fixing them. Um, Superman is a top priority for the studio, and getting the character right for audiences is of tantamount importance. Um, this is a quote from the rap. Uh, of course, they reported someone close to the project, and that's what they were saying, of course. So, uh, we're, well, we we already know that DC has created a new, indicated DC Films wing of the studio run by DC Chief Content Officer Joe F. Johns. In an attempt to mimic Marvel's structure, there's a chance that this all means positive changes for Superman. So, four, um, no director is attached yet. So, while uh, this isn't exactly news, it seems to uh, indicate, well, it does seem to indicate one of the things uh, that many fans will like. Zack Snyder doesn't seem to be directing while he directed Man of Steel. Since he moved on to the flagship DC film series Justice League, while incurring the wrath of critics and fans alike, given that it doesn't even feel like Snyder will be attached to the DC uh, EU for long, uh, especially if Justice League isn't a huge success. So, it looks like Man of Steel 2 will be injected with. You know fresh blood uh, both from a directing and writing standpoint given uh, the new structural changes at DC films All right, so kind of that concludes this topic um, the next topic will be why that Thor Ragnarok character shows up in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in credits so there are a number of strange things that happen during the end credits of Guardians of the Galaxy, two, volume two, and they are not all limited uh, to the five extra scenes that James Gunn has uh, peppered in. So. Uh, as the list of people responsible for making the blockbuster scrolls by, fans will notice that one of the dancing, uh, floating heads behind all the names is Jeff Goldblum, dressed up as his Thor Ragnarok character, known as the grand, known as the Grandmaster. So. Given that there, that given that he has no part in the Marvel film, many have wondered why exactly is he included in the credits? Of course, but we recently got a fascinating answer on that subject from Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige. Uh, he said, and I quote: um, "Like I said, we had." Uh, footage of Jeff Goldblum dancing and thought it would be fun to put it in there and as you know from the comics he's the collector's brother Ooh, wow um keep an eye out at a, a particular theme park attraction opening soon you'll uh get to see a little crossover it's just a fun thing Um, I don't even know, you're the first, you know, of course, so he, you know, he said he didn't know, but he, you know, did, but yeah, end quote, so, um, one of the reporters, uh, oh, Eric Eisenberg of Cineblend.com, he sat down with Kevin Feige during the Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2 Press Day uh, in uh, Los Angeles last month, and towards the end of the the conversation, um, he took the opportunity to bluntly ask about Jeff Goldblum's strange cameo. Uh, He was clearly surprised by the question, and, and while it seemed that the footage of the Grandmaster was used simply because it was funny, uh, the tidbit about siblings is most definitely fascinating. So, uh, but in Marvel Comics, the Collector, aka, uh, Tan- Tanelir uh, Tavan and the Game Master, aka Indui Gast, are, uh, entities known as the Elders of the Universe, having, um, come into existence billions of years ago and developed an extraordinary powerful, you know, well, they're developed as extraordinary powerful beings. Uh, going by Kevin Feige's comments, it seemed that, uh, that, well, it seemed that at the very least, you know, we'll see his relationship play out as part of the Disneyland ride Guardians of the Galaxy Mission breakout. So, uh, But it's hard not to think about the possibilities beyond the theme park world. Especially, uh, well, sorry, specifically, it's now hard uh, not to think about the idea of Benicio Del Toro, the collector, and Jeff the Game Master somehow uniting for some kind of plan that plays out during the course of Avengers Infinity War. And of course, you know, Avenger, the Avengers four, because Thor Ragnarok hasn't been released yet. We can't really speculate on how um, we might, you know, why, you know, how he might be involved. Sorry, not we, but he. But uh, we did see the Collector receive the Ether, A.K.A. the the uh, Reality Stone, in the post-credit scenes of Thor: The Dark World, which means he. Uh, that he very easily slipped into the plot of the uh, 2018 and 2019, 2019 blockbusters. So, But uh, were you very surprised to... I do have a question. Were you very surprised to see uh, Jeff Goldblum, the Game Master, in the end credit scenes of The Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2? Are you like us and want to see the character team up with Benicio Del Toro, the collector, in future Marvel Studios films? So, uh, you know, like I said, yeah, just kind of brainstorm on that. So, but yeah, that concludes these topics. Um, please visit us, visit us, visit us and like us on Facebook. We are available on iTunes and the Google Play Music app.